Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, the Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. Let's kick off with Avenge and just get one of the really ugly stories out of the way here. If you enjoy a stress-free life and you really want to inject some excitement into it, you could pretty much start by investing in construction, where it is wild to say the least, as evidenced by Avenge's results for the year ended June. The headline loss per share is between 761 cents and 748 cents. Now that doesn't mean much unless you know that the share price is 7.69 at the time of recording. So it has more than halved over the past years. The market effectively beat down the share price in anticipation of these losses. But even then, the share price has lost 6% over the past week and has been really unpleasant for those who mysteriously bought at up to 8.80 just before this earnings announcement came out. Both McConnell Dowell in Australia and Woolman's locally are loss-making, so a big turnaround in fortunes at Avenge is needed. Kuro has released its interim report and the earnings look great year on year. Inflation is rampant at the moment and especially for middle-income earners, with 14% tuition-free growth as a perfect example. Learner numbers were only 3% higher, so most of that tuition-free growth is thanks to price increases. Despite the jump in tuition fees, the credit provision was flat year-on-year, so credit quality seems to have improved. Recurring headline earnings per share is up by 36%. The share price has been on quite a ride this year and is now fighting to break above the low 9 rand levels. It has been as low as 7 bucks during the past year and as high as 11 rand 20, so lots for traders to sink their teeth into there. Libstar is a company that has experienced a period to forget, with HEPs down by between 54.9% and 59.8%. On a normalised basis from continuing operations, the drop is slightly less severe, but it's still ugly, at between 42.4% and 47.5%. Goodness knows it did not help Libstar that the Shongweni mushroom production facility was destroyed at the end of 2022, so mushroom production was obviously way down. They also deliberately closed some of their unprofitable product lines, so that impacts volumes. If you adjust for those two issues, then volumes were up ever so slightly. Unfortunately though, shareholders cannot just adjust what the share price has done, with a drop of 28% over the past 12 months. I'll now hit you with some good news from Transpaco, a company with limited liquidity in its stock, but still good enough news on earnings to attract buyers. The packaging group released a trading statement for the year ended June 2023 that suggests growth in HEPs of between 16% and 22%. This sector has been a mixed bag this year, if you'll excuse a truly awful pun, with a company like Impact doing very nicely but Nampac in heaps of trouble. There's just no ignoring Standard Bank, where earnings and the dividend have grown by a colossal 35%. The business in Africa contributes 44% to headline earnings and it grew beautifully, up 65% with return on equity of 28.4%. The South African business did well as well, with earnings up 17% and return on equity of 15.2%, with that number perhaps being a little bit light for the risk involved. Standard Bank's credit loss ratio of 97 basis points is at the top of the through the cycle range of 70 to 100 basis points. The outlook for the rest of this year is promising with strong revenue growth expected and increasing operating margins, 
all while the credit loss ratio is not anticipated to get worse from here. I'll finish off with a few mining updates. Tungela is a really good example of just how severe a commodity cycle can be, with pure play coal exposure and an interim dividend that is down 83%. Exaro is not quite a pure play on coal. It contributes 96% of revenue and 90% of EBITDA. Exaro saw its HEPs fall by 29%, which at least is a much lower swing than at Tungela. At Sabanye Stillwater, HEPs is down by between 48% and 53%, with Platinum Group metal prices to blame there. Goldfields has suffered a 12% drop in headline earnings per share, which pretty much looks good actually versus the rest of the mining industry despite being down. The point here is that you need to pick commodity exposure very carefully. Alternatively, of course, you could just take a step further up in the value chain and buy the shovel in the gold rush, or in this case, the drills in the commodity cycle. Master drilling has guided growth in headline earnings per share of between 20 and 30% in the latest period. That's a lot more like it. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.